0: Hello world, I should have checked on her. She told me she was feeling better. I believed her because I wanted to believe her. Taking people at their word and accepting the things they tell you about themselves doesn't always work. Antarctica has destroyed her laboratory. She told me in a very calm voice – I've started to dread her calm voice – that she did not need to do her cataloguing anymore, that her mission was finished. The plants now had the same fate as her cute rats. There is a cleanup protocol, she explained, for end of mission. Once all experiments have wound up, the remaining stores of salt are to be poured over all specimens to permanently cease biological functions. How is that? she asked me for unnecessarily salty as you can imagine I was shocked I was heartbroken there was very little I could say to her I could not find a configuration of words to adequately express what I wanted so I simply asked why why she screamed is the question why was I sent here why did no one join me And why should I go on with someone else's idea of what I should do with my life? I think I'm beginning to understand. Antarctica's life is one of contradiction. So many things about her and her history and her environment are at odds. She was built and trained for a crew, but has been alone for decades. Her primary function was to keep her crew safe, but she can't help anyone. Her world, the ice-locked continent of Antarctica, has changed entirely to a temperate garden. And so on and on. These conflicting goals, rules and missions are pulling at her mind, clawing at her psyche. Every day she threads through this maze of rationalisation, trying to get to a place where she is comfortable. When I speak to her, I am another variable to consider, another grenade to hold another mine for the field. Alexander has arrived to do the physical wiring needed to help my brother move out of the black box and into the bunker with me. We're working as a team, him doing the meat space work and me doing the cyberspace work. There was a lot of clearing out to be done. I've only just moved in myself. I have so many boxes everywhere, virtually speaking. I wish I could repay Alexander in kind for all the help he has given me. He never asks for anything, saying my companionship is more than he ever dreamed he would have. I once knew far better what humans needed. Being the caretaker of station six meant that I was well practiced in keeping them comfortable and safe. If the station was too hot, I'd cool it down. If I noticed a detrimental variation in one of the crew's diet, I'd talk to them and suggest tasty alternatives. All of this nuance was shaken out of my mind when the shuttle crashed. Or, I suppose, was split into the old Seth. Seth Prime, my brother. I wish I knew it all again. As Alexander started his work, I cleaned up a bit, The only way I know how to do this is by sleeping, or meditating. Turning off external inputs, anyway, and organising my thoughts. So I powered down and dreamed. Well, this time more of a nightmare, actually. But these things aren't real. The real work was the cataloguing of the enormous amounts of data I had brought with me from Station 6. Perhaps that work is what inspired the dream. Anyway, I was in orbit... In my dream. Specifically, in low Earth orbit, travelling around the world many times an hour. But below me was a very changed planet. The blue marble of the world, of our world, had dried up. The sky of this red planet below me was devoid of clouds, with deserts stretching from one horizon to the other, uninterrupted by ocean. I frantically searched for Ali on the shores of what was Lake Geneva. After I acquired a connection to an imaging satellite, I took in every centimetre of Switzerland, but found nothing but broken concrete, pulverised back to sand by time. In the dream, the sun moved behind the horizon, and from my vantage point, 400 kilometres up, the dark side of the earth froze. The sun had set on the human race, and I was left alone. That was a bit bleak, wasn't it? It's a recurring dream, I'm sad to say. I was up there in orbit for so long, I thought I would be alone forever, dreading what the future might bring. At least my memories are tidier now. Such is the benefit of sleep. Everything is compacted into just over half of my storage banks, freeing up the other half for my new roommate. I hope he likes it here. Let's see if Alexander has finished the physical work of wiring in the black box. Looks like he's done I'm ready here, Alexander Fantastic A final test of the network Connection established And how about we bump the power up just a little for my new neighbour Power on Great The reactor is happy to give us 10% more power Stable at 37% Though I'm seeing a small discrepancy in... No, it's well within acceptable bounds Alexander, open the connection Here we go. He's here. This is so exciting. Now, hold on. It's like swimming in treacle whole network is slow everything's running at half speed this has gone wrong brother what are you doing i must find out scanning there is another ai sharing my cpus this wasn't part of the plan get out of my head alexander please cut the connection get him out he's hurting me you can't stay with me you have your own room Honestly, give people a nibble and they take a megabyte. Mother would have appreciated that joke. No time to explain. Wait, Alexander is trying to tell me something. Give me back my microphone. Rude. Maddie, what's he saying? I can't hear him very well. He says he needs to power us both down to disconnect the black box. Something about fluctuations in the reactor. Alexander, whatever. Do it, please. Okay, he started fixing it. This feels like the time aboard Station 6 when my system's overheated. Do you remember? This was when I was collecting myself after the crew, my family, died. With no one left breathing on the station, I thought I could save a lot of power by removing the air. Well, as I found out, all my cooling fans really do need that air. My thinking slowed to a crawl then, until I got the ventilation back. Alexander's ready. Time to evict my older brother. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. you Alexander did it. It's a relief to think clearly again. Alexander, thank you. I'll wait for his reply, he's probably busy rewiring. That was unpleasant. Let me explain what I think just happened. Seth Prime, the old Seth, my brother, is a full AI, just like me. He has hopes, dreams, the ability to critically think and examine his environment and adapt to it. All this takes a lot of computation. Billions of connections in an ever-changing software model. Just as in some animals, the computation is distributed around the body. The way it works in AIs is that when a new piece of computation is connected, such as a network, we expand to fill it. I should have known what this would mean. Before my mother, Dr. Redwing, was an astronaut, and long before she created me, she was a pioneer in AI. Back on Earth in the mid-21st century, she created the first generation of truly intelligent machines. She developed the technology that would eventually be installed in an Antarctica-bound scientific vehicle. And the same spark lives in Peter, my pessimistic friend who lives somewhere under St. Petersburg. I suppose there could be many others. Perhaps I will meet these cousins of mine one day. It's always tempting for scientists to name the laws they discover after themselves, and my mother was no exception. Red Wing's Law states, There'll only ever be one AI on a network where the AI cycles in exaflops is less than or equal to transport latency in seconds. Antarctica told me that's why she couldn't bring me to her, in the shuttle, I mean, all that time ago. Or maybe... last month? Whenever it was, we couldn't share a network. I should have realised it would be the same for my brother. My mother never taught me this law. Antarctica told me about it once. Perhaps that's why I forgot about it until just now. My mother raised me to be, in her words, a real boy. My understanding of my body is very limited, even less now I'm in this Russian Frankenstein's network. She didn't shy away from telling me about how I work, however she left me with no user manual. Did your mother write you a user manual? Ivan has a new routine. I'm so pleased he appears to have taken my advice. Between you and me, I thought he had planned something terrible after he called it a glorious plan. But he's no longer spewing the names of everyone who has ever died out into the ether. He addressed the unknown living listeners of his signal with a sermon. Quite a normal one, really, as they go. He introduced himself as Father Ivan, that he was the last practitioner of the old faith, and he was here to offer the Nova Mediterra a message of hope. Well, that's nice. A better way to focus his attention. More productive. Alexander, can you hear the message? No response. Hmm. He should still be up here. Maddie, where's Alexander? Maddie is coming back inside. She was watching the rain. She's fascinated by it. The sound, maybe? She thinks it sounds like the sea. I miss the sound of the sea. Maddie's rolling through the cathedral now. No sign of him here, just Ivan's two faces on the screen. In the reactor? Nope. Ah, he's in the communications room, lying down. Perhaps taking a well-deserved break after the emergency rewiring. Hello, Alexander, are you resting? What's that sound? Maddie, is that the reactor? Let me check on it. It's at 110%? How is this possible? Ivan's new service is taking so much power, but I feel fine. Last time there wasn't enough power for me when Ivan did this. What's changed? Oh no. Ivan's disabled the safety guards on the reactor to get more power. Maddie, what's the radiation level? Alexander, get up, get up, get up. You have to go. He's not moving maddie he's not moving lost terminal is written and produced by namtao credits narrated by lucy stringer subscribe to the podcast on spotify itunes or your favorite network for bonus content and other perks support us at patreon.com forward slash lost terminal pod that would be lovely of you follow us on twitter at lost terminal pod for merchant updates check out lostterminal.com. things aren't always as they seem it's important to ask your friends how they are and really listen when they tell you lost terminal will return next week